Welcome to Funnels and Follow-Up. We're here. We are here. We are here. And today um, on Funnels and Follow-Up, we are going to be speaking with Regina Bergman. She is the CEO of Bridgeport Strategy. She's a strategic marketing strategist. Um, on Funnels and Follow-Up, we are going to be speaking with Regina Bergman. Ooh, she is wow. the CEO of Bridgeport Strategy. She's a strategic marketing strategist. I don't know. Do you have it on on Facebook? This is really weird. I think I know what happened. All you have right. Facebook open. No, worse than that, I had, um, I had, uh, whatchamacallit open, um, YouTube. So we broadcast live on Facebook and on YouTube and we, um, the new rule is don't keep those tabs open don't, when you're yeah, broadcasting. Don't, don't keep those tabs open. I totally forgot. So let's start again, shall we? Hi. Hi. I'm Catherine Cohen. And I'm Barry Cohen. Lovely gentleman here beside me is Barry Cohen. This is Funnels and Follow-Ups. You guys know because you are listening to us live or on the podcast. And once again, today we have Regina Bergman, CEO of Bridgeport Strategy. She is a strategic marketing strategist, business growth specialist, public speaker, and international best-selling author of, and I love these two books. We got to ask Regina about this as soon as we pull her in, Bulletproof Your Mad Marriage, Bulletproof Your Marriage. So it's all about business, except your marriage, except when you're Barry and I and you work together. And the uh, she's the co-author of the best-selling series, The Better Business Book. There are three volumes. Say that three times fast. Better business book. She's also the co-author of 10 Secrets to Creating Profit Now. Now. All in caps in your business. Generate cash flow quickly. As well as the author of the 45-minute business breakthroughs. How I find $10,000 in any business in 45 minutes. She's a serial entrepreneur. Co-founder, CEO, Bridgeport Strategies. You know what? After all this craziness, let's just bring Regina. I agree. Regina Hello, Regina. <laughs> Hello. I love listening to the two of you. <laughs> That's it. Don't, you just, don't you just love technology, especially when I Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's always fun. And it's always interesting. And you never know what's going to happen, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, so. yeah. Well, Catherine never knows what's going to happen because I open my mouth and <laughs> oh, that's, you just that's, don't know. That's absolutely true. And Regina, your absolute passion, as is ours, is working with entrepreneurs to help them succeed and thrive while realizing their passion to make a difference in the world. So that's a pretty tall order for anyone, anyone. especially somebody <laughs> who's working with entrepreneurs. First and foremost, a book about business, a book about marriage. How the, how the heck did that happen? <laughs> Well, the book about marriage came first, but okay. actually that is what separates me in the marketplace, I believe, is that different, that looking at the whole package, yeah. I mean, you know that if a business is not doing well, it's putting a tremendous amount of strain on the marriage and Absolutely. on the family. Absolutely. And if, you know, I... So I wrote the book back, it published first in February of 2016 on Bulletproof Your Marriage. Okay. And then, uh, and I was just starting my, my coaching career at that time mm -hmm. as well. But it's such a, it, I was attempting to get uh, 
men, more business men coming to a couple's retreat that we had built out of the book. My husband and I created this couple's retreat to help marriages along. It was fabulous. We had a wonderful time with it, but it was really hard to get the men there. And I thought, okay, let's go at this from a different direction. Let's hit the business side first. Okay. And then we can bring in the the marriage and balance that out. Yeah, that, that actually and, makes perfect sense. Exactly. So now we get that, you know, we, we help them with their business. We get that no like and trust. We can open the door to family things right, a right. lot easier. Yeah, typically with us, when we, we always say, because we'll, we will coach couples as well as solo uh, entrepreneurs, but we typically will say, what happens in the bedroom? La, 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 la. <laughs> Not out. Yeah. Exactly. But, but we, we also make it perfectly clear, and you're absolutely right. If there's problems in the business, it will affect the marriage, especially if you do work together. Right. And that's a generational impact. Really? Of course. Well, I guess, if yeah, it'll affect yeah. me. If your kids, children yeah. are growing up in a dysfunctional home, what have right. they learned and what are they going to go out and duplicate? If they've grown up in a functional home, what have they learned and what are they going to go out and duplicate? So right. it's an opportunity to make a generational impact as well. Absolutely. You know, kids working with their parents, grandparents, that's how Barry and I were raised. And that's why we do what we do. So it business, especially when, when you're, when you're an entrepreneur, not when you're the, you know, CEO of a multinational multi-billion right. dollar company that affects your marriage as well in a totally different way. That's yes. That's something different. But when it's your business and it's your responsibility, right? That's a different set of potential problems. So it so is indeed. Right. So why do you have such a passion to help entrepreneurs? Well, that's a, you know I think I've been an entrepreneur my entire life. <laughs> I can remember, uh, you know, as a child, I, I was out working. I was either babysitting or cleaning houses or, you know, helping others in other ways. I was doing door-to-door -door, uh, calls for um, March of Dimes, you know, okay. as, a, as a teenager. I was I was out doing those and, kinds of things. And may I ask, were you a Girl Scout? I was not. Yeah, because we had I to all those cookies, man. We had to... <laughs> Hey, I'm the number one buyer of the cookies. So, you know, <laughs> so, so that's, you know, for, for all you ladies out there, women out there that are listening to this, if you were a Girl Scout, that's, that's what got you on the entrepreneurial track. That's, that's yeah. it. So as I've looked back over some of the things in my life, I see this pattern of always wanting to help others achieve their full potential. Mm. And that just bled into the, into the coaching. Perfect. That, yeah. So, I, you know, it, it's like kind of looking in a mirror because from the from the get go, you basically were convinced that you were unemployable. Is that kind of <laughs> how it works? Yeah, there you go. I, I was I was actually a pretty decent employee, but as soon as I got the opportunity to not be an employee, I took advantage of that. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and I don't think I could ever go back to working for someone else. I just. No, no. no I don't take direction that well anymore. <laughs> near, near impossible. Be, being uh, an entrepreneur for so long. We, we've been out of corporate America since 97, I think. Right. So do the math. It's been a long, long, long time. I don't yeah. know how to take direction from anyone but Catherine anymore. There you go. 
This yeah, is true. The only person that you need to take direction from. <laughs> God, and, not a fool. And, and speaking of which, so why family and business? Why not just the business owner? Why not just the family? Now you touched yeah, on it a little bit. A but. little bit on it. Yeah, they're they're both so important to me, but the family is really the most important. And and thus I wrote my first book, uh, Bulletproof Your Marriage. And it's just, it's just, oh gosh. Families are such a critical element yeah. for each of us. And they're such a struggle and under such attack. And so anything that I can do to help promote family, to help people have more successful families. And I see so many marriages, you know, under attack. And my first husband and I, you know, I, I had the pleasure of being interviewed by you guys on one of your other programs uh, right. together 24-7. And, and that, yeah. And so my, I say my first husband, and that sounds really crazy when I'm talking about marriage, but my first husband passed away 44 years into our marriage. And I wanted... Um, and it, it was a calling to write that book. It was a calling. And I started it before he passed away. In fact, I interviewed us, which was hilarious. Uh, <laughs> did the same interview with he and I, as I did with everybody else that I interviewed for the book. And it was just hilarious. But yeah, it's just a, a passion to me to see families be successful and to give them every advantage that they can have. And so much of the failure of the marriage comes down to communication. Absolutely. And that's what the book deals with a lot is communication throughout the various stages of the marriage. Yeah. And, you know, of course, the, the failure rate is so high. And what really struck me when I was doing the research is how high the failure rate is for couples in the empty nest syndrome. Because they've let the marriage go all of those years. They haven't worked on the marriage. And now all the children are gone and there's nothing uniting them anymore. They've gone separate ways. Marriage is work. It's Tell fun, it. but it's work. I and know. <laughs> but you got to know how to work on it. That's it. And so, so that's why I wrote that book is to give them tools, to give people tools to help. May I share a very funny story with you? Absolutely. Share away. I think it's I think it's hilarious at any rate. So my current husband and I, who is also a widower, I was widowed, he was a widower, and we met and we had a very short courtship. <laughs> but on our very first date, I gave him a copy of the book and I said, if you want to know more about who I am, I'm in the book. You know, there's a lot of me in this book. And like I said, short courtship, he hadn't read the book yet. We drove four hours to our wedding because we were going to the town where my daughter lived and, and get married there. Right. He hadn't read the book yet. I said, you know what? I have to live by the principles in this book. I wrote the book. I got to live by the principles. I read the book to him on the way to the wedding to make sure that he would live by the principles. You, you were your own audible.com. I was. And doggone it, I didn't record it. <laughs> That would have been good, you know. So, so <laughs> thankfully, because we, you know, years ago we interviewed you both. Thankfully, right. uh, at the end of it all, he didn't go. Well, wait a minute, turn yeah, around. Exactly. Turn around, exactly. This is we're done. And, no. and you know, I'll tell you what. That book has been a lifesaver for us. The principles that we both committed to living, because we come from such varied backgrounds, years of marriage, each of us, you know. So we're bringing all of that into this new marriage. And knowing those principles of communication that are in there has really helped. 
uh, when things get, you know, I mean, in every marriage, there's ups and downs, right? And there's tight right. spots and there's <laughs> free flowing spots. But when those tight spot hit, tight spots hit, it's much easier to communicate. Catherine, yeah. I didn't read the book, but here's how I figured out it works. You just go, <laughs> yes, dear. <laughs> Actually, no, Barry. No. It works <laughs> for me. Not, it, it not what we want to hear. Nor, nor does he do that. So, you know, I know. He do that. So, but a lot of men believe that, and it's really not what we want to hear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and so now, you know, maybe one of you has your own business. Maybe both of you have your own, you know, you each have your own business or you have a business together as Barry and I do in a relationship. It may be a side business, it, you know, it may be your full-time business. And yet so many businesses fail in this day and age, unfortunately, for, for very of different reasons that right. will take a strain on the marriage. You've, you've got that covered. But tell us a little bit about why businesses fail and how you help them to not fail. Oh, I'd love to talk about that. One of the key reasons that businesses fail is that you know, when as an entrepreneur, we go into business because typically we have a, a what we consider is a great idea for a new product or service, yep. or we're tired of working for someone else and figure that they're getting all the money. So we say, okay, I'm going to start my own business, but we don't do the research. We don't do the legwork. We operate off our guts. We don't have a background in how to run a business. We've been an employee. Yeah. So we yeah. walk into this not knowing what we don't know. And if you don't know what you don't know, how do you ask the question or who do you ask the question of? So we have that lack of knowledge and no way to know what the gaps are. So what I provide is an opportunity for people to get all of those pieces that they need, all of that, that foundation to build a solid business. I fill in those don't know what you don't know. As I always say that's where the alligators live, right? And the alligators yeah. will take you out. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. One of the comments that we used to, we haven't said it in a long time. We should go back to it because I liked it. Where people got to a certain point in their business, they started up, had some bit of success, but they got there on adrenaline and dumb luck. And Amen. no idea how Amen. to go past that point. That's right. I was reading a statistic the other day, and I can't remember the exact numbers, I'm, but I believe it's something like 80% of the failures are due to a lack of cash flow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, so not understanding, not only not understanding the foundational things about what they've got to do in that business and how to work on their business instead of in their business, but understanding the numbers and what the numbers mean. Absolutely. And then, yeah. And then being accountable. When we become an entrepreneur, we, we give up all accountability except to our banker when he says, you don't have any money in your bank <laughs> and you don't qualify for a loan. Right. Yeah. And, and we've given up all accountability other than that thinking I'm on my own. I'm proud. You know, I can do this. And, that lack of accountability can seal our fate. <laughs> and, and let's be clear to the people watching and listening. You cannot be accountable to your spouse, no. period. No. Your spouse enables you. Does they do not? Yeah. Whether, whether you are, and, and, and this is, it, and, and uh, you know, Regina, I don't know if you find this, if you, if, if you and your husband find this, Oh, and I know Barry and I definitely find this because people say to us, oh, well, well, what do you need a coach for? So we coach and we have a coach 
as do you know so many people and well, what do you need a chore for well accountability for one for one absolutely you know, um referee for another but that's a whole different story but yeah, accountability <laughs> well, aren't you accountable to each other or will will come in touch with uh couples who are in business that go well, we don't need you we're accountable to each other and here's not. how that works can yeah. i'm tired can i'm gonna go take a nap is that okay yeah <laughs> That's right. we, have, we have a boat ton of stuff to do. We've missed three deadlines already, but I don't want to get into the fight with you. I don't want to, to look at your little yeah. boo-boo face going, mm. and for those of you on the podcast, I made the little boo-boo face. So imagine what your spouse's boo-boo face is, and that's what I'm <laughs> But yeah. We cannot, as as spouses, even as business yeah. partners, you can't hold each other accountable because right. then you feel personally insulted by the other person or personally right. insulted when the other person is insulted by what you said. Right. So absolutely. And A, we don't know everything. No one knows everything. Absolutely. Somebody's got to fill in those blanks. And we have those blind spots in our business that we need an objective set of eyes to help us see those blind spots and to help us see how to maximize. Go ahead, yeah, Barry. We need to tear down the ego also because our business is our baby. And yeah, exactly. Nobody's going to criticize my baby. Yeah. But you need it. Yeah. You need yeah. somebody to go in there and and say, no, if you do that, you will fail. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and because we don't have those experiences. We yeah. don't know. We don't know what we don't know. Uh, you know, you've got yeah. to fill in those gaps. And a coach is the best way to do that. Absolutely. And you have something that you refer to as the business GPS. What is that? that? Tell I us what it that. is. <laughs> that is my little brainchild. Yes, I love business GPS. So think about a GPS for a moment. Right. A GPS gives you guidance, resources, and accountability. What does that look like? Well, it knows how to get from point A to point B that you don't, right? Yes. And it's going to tell you, here's your route you're going to take. Okay, so the first part is the guidance. It, it understands that, uh, the, or the resources. The guidance is it's going to say, you're going to go here. You're going to go there. Ultimately, you're going to get to your your destination. And the accountability part is that it says, whoops, you missed your turn. Make a legal U-turn and go back, right? It's holding you accountable for that direction. So we do the same thing in our business. We provide resources for all of those things that they don't know that they don't know about building a business. We provide guidance in the form of coaching and we provide accountability. We hold their feet to the fire. Uh, you know, when they make those commitments, we we hold their hand. We kick them in the tush. Whatever it takes to get them where they need to be. A loving kick in the tush. I will See, say that, that's the, that's the <laughs> difference between between you and Catherine. You would say tush. Catherine would not say tush. <laughs> and it would not be loving. But that's it would not be loving. But but that's I love. You know, to me, it's like a business GPS. It gives you resources, guidance, and accountability. Perfect. It's exactly what you need in business. Exactly. It's exactly what you need. So what are, I don't know, five things, five critical things to work on in your business? Okay. That's a great question. And there are really five things from my perspective that, that you need to work on, on your business. So there's a difference between working in your business, you know, doing all the things that need to be done and working on your business, actually creating a business. 
And so those five things for that business owner are lead generation. You know, nothing oh. happens without a sale, right? <laughs> So yeah. we've got lead generation. We've got lead conversion. We need to, you know, it's not good enough just to have leads. They have to become sales. Yes. Improving your pricing, having a, you know, so many entrepreneurs don't price their products effectively. And that's part of why they never make cash flow. They go out of business. It's right. a huge factor. Uh, getting people to buy from you more often. And there are lots of strategies you can implement around that. And then the bottom line profit, you know, are you managing your costs? Are you managing yeah. uh, your, your cost of goods sold? Are you looking at your numbers? Do you have any idea what your numbers are and making sure that the maximum amount is dropping down to that bottom line profit? Right. Yeah. Because, you know, you, you look at the billing and you look at the connection collections and you say, Hey, we did $20,000 this month. What happened to it? Where did it all go? There's nothing in the bank. That's right. There's nothing in the bank. Yeah. I'm making money. I, I've, I've sold X amount of dollars, but where did it go? And, you I, know, I, I owned a staffing company for 12 and a half years. And we were doing between 4 and $5 million when we went out of business with the crash of 2008. Put me out of business in the spring of 2009. Right. And um, we certainly weren't getting $4 million to the bottom line. No, no, <laughs> we're anywhere near it. To the bottom line, but. You know? <laughs> and so there's, there's, there's a lot that, that goes into that, getting that profit to the bottom line. In fact, I work with a, a program where we assess 13 different areas in the business to find more profit. Which is no. huge, which is huge. I love, um, uh, Regina, I don't know if you're a, we're huge Shark Tank fans. And love that show. Um, the, another one is called The Profit. And, and my favorite part is this, when they go, well, you know, tell us, how much did you do in, in, um, in sales last year? Well, last year was our best year ever. We did $4.5 million in sales. It was fabulous. <laughs> Great. And, you know, what was your profit? We lost $135,000 and that's good because the year before we did $3 million in sales and we lost $200,000. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, what is right? That's a company that needs a coach. Yeah. Know, your, know your numbers. Yeah, that's, know your that's numbers. the most important. You have to know your numbers. Exactly. So, so many of us... Um, at least the clients that we work with, for the most part, they work from home, home office, uh, just right. like Catherine and I do. Right. And you think, oh, there's no overhead. There's no overhead. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's everything overhead. you do is an overhead. You know, exactly. you, have, you still have gas in your car when you have to go to the meetings. You still have a mortgage you got to pay on your house. You still have electric telephone. Internet. Yeah. There's expenses. That's right. Yeah. And remember, everyone out there, it doesn't matter if you made a million dollars last year, if you spent a million in one. That's right. You're That's still right. That was not a good year. <laughs> not a good year. And there are some serious things that you need to do in that business. And some of them can generate some cash flow net profit fairly quickly and easily. And that's what we do. We, we assess with a very in-depth assessment in those 13 areas and looking at where's the fastest, greatest net profit we can generate in the business first. Let's get some 
some bottom line money first. Okay. And usually that's going to come back to cost control and pricing. Those are two of the big areas that are going to impact that. Do you find people are more overcharging or undercharging? Under and discounting. And no idea of what their profit margin is. So they're just giving it, you know, they're not just giving away their profit. They're dipping into the expense portion of that, right? They're, they're, they're going well beyond any profit earned because they don't understand how to price and they don't know their numbers or how to get to their numbers. And so that pricing strategy is critical. I mean, literally your pricing strategy can be the success or failure of your business. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And do you find that more? I, I believe I know the answer to this. <laughs> we'll see if I know it. Okay. Do you, do, you th do you think that's more with uh, people who are in the service industry or people who are in the uh, yes. like products? Yeah. Yeah, I think the service industry really struggles. However, I will say I believe there's also some of that in the product industry right. in terms of particularly the smaller businesses. Let's say they're creating, let's say Etsy owners, you know, people who create right. crafts and things on Etsy um, often no idea how to how to price for that, you know, and, and you know, I've been there. I understand that. Right. But yeah. Yeah. And strategies. Especially, you know, like, okay, so let me, I have a squirrel on my desk. I love the squirrel on my desk. And for those of you who are watching the video, but, um, you know, for those of you who are listening on the podcast, it's this cute little stuffed squirrel to remind me, you know, to keep my attention focused. I love it. So let's say, you, you know, and, and so it's a, just think of any stuffed animal. And that that's a great point, Regina, is, is when you say, okay, you're selling something on Etsy. It's a product that you've made. You know, the cost of your materials, you know, it, right. it you should, $10. you, you should. should, you should <laughs> please for the love of all that is holy. It took know the cost of your materials. Yeah, know the cost of your materials. It took $10, um, you know, in materials to make this. And somebody may say, okay, well, what I'll do is I'll say it's going to cost, you know, $30. I'm going to, I'm going to sell it for $30 because it only costs me $10 in materials. Well, how much time did it take you? Right. It took me, you know, 10 hours. Right. So your time, not only your time isn't even no. worth $20 because you haven't factored in all of your overhead yet. Right. With it, You've only factored in materials. Right. So now, now you're saying, okay, so uh, in that 20, in that $20 profit, profit, and I'm using air quotes, um, you have allotted yourself a whopping $2 an hour as your income. Yeah. And, you know, and, and can $20 exactly in, can $20 pay for 10 hours of electricity and, and right. 10 hours of the mortgage payment and 10 hours of electric, you know, uh, water payment. And so right. that, that's crucial to say nothing of scaling. You'll never scale. Oh yeah. You cannot scale that business. That business is doomed. It's going to, it, it's, it's going to be your hobby to pay for your materials and that's it. Yep. Yep. That's exactly right. Because it's never going to be profitable. So this is, this is what you do. You go in and you say, listen, do you hit them? Like we want to sometimes <laughs> right between the eyes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but I do wake them up. <laughs> so, you know, well, Let's let me ask you this. Then. What resources are available for someone starting out or someone who's, who has seen some success and has kind of hit that 
brick wall and it's not moving forward? What What is available to them? Well, we have several programs that some free, some paid. So let me tell you about some of the free things first. Uh, one of the programs that I have, I do I have a Facebook group called Entrepreneurial Leaders Making a Difference. And inside of that group, I do a boot camp called Five Steps to Profit. It's a five-day boot camp. And every day they're learning something and applying it to their business. Basic things uh, like ideal client, market dominating position, uh, things that are, you know, really going to set them up for that success. And but I just we, put that link in the comments, by the way. Awesome. So on Facebook and Thank YouTube, you so much. In the comments. And oh. before you go on there, somebody here who loves you a lot, apparently. Oh, John. <laughs> hey, John. <laughs> Thank you, John. <laughs> John is an incredible young man in Uganda who's wow. doing amazing work over there. I just love him. Fantastic. So, yeah. And and I just want to say, because Regina, you said, you know, you were talking about, yes, starting out in business and some of these foundational practices. If you've been in business for a year, five years, 10 years, 50 years, and things are not going well, Go back to the foundational practices. Absolutely. Do these Absolutely. things. Then you get a ticket. If you were speeding or you rolled through <laughs> that stop sign or, you know, whatever it is, you did not see the red light, whatever it was. Right. They don't just give you the ticket and you go off on your merry way. You go back right. for schooling and you don't go back to, you know, the Bondurant school of how to race around a racetrack. You know, you don't go to Indy 500 race school. You go back to, this is a stop sign. When the it's basics. Stop, <laughs> you go to the basics. And High school yeah. driver's ed. High school yeah, driver's There you ed. go. Every one of us <laughs> needs to be doing that at we some do. point in our business. Absolutely. And so, yeah, we need to get those basics. We need to look at your business. So what do I uh, have out there right now is called 21 Days. 21 day profit mastery. And it's a free series that every day they're getting content of how to develop more profit in their business. Oh, uh, because, yeah, because I mean, that's one of the big reasons for the failure, no profit. <laughs> so there's so many things that go into it uh, in terms of different strategies. You know, I mean, there are really only three ways that, you know, you, you've got to have clients, you can in increase your pricing, you can, you know, bundle things. You can, there's a lot of strategies. Sure. There's only about three things that really make a, a uh, that are those strategies apply to. I'll put it that way. So and anyway, put that into the, that's in the comments as well. As we're going through, just so you, you know, awesome. everything's you going awesome. into the comments. <laughs> okay. Wonderful. Um, I also have for those who are just starting out, or they haven't really quite figured out what it is they want to do because I get people coming to me all the time say, I really want to do this business, but I, I don't know what, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. So I have a program that's another free boot camp that's called Finding Your Purpose and Passion. It's a five-day boot camp to help people really identify what excites them and how they can monetize that. Absolutely. That that's pretty neat because so many people want a business. They they exactly. want to have some sort of business. They have that itch. Right. But they don't know but what they don't know how. Yeah, they don't know what it is. So we sit down, we identify their purpose, their passion, and again, how to monetize that. And that kind of prepares them to come into the Five Steps to Profit program where they can now start to really implement that in a business now that they've figured out what that business is. Right. And so, just, just because you do something, you know, just because you are a blank 
doesn't mean you can't have a business. Right. It doesn't mean that's the business you should be in. Right. That that's huge. You have every one of us has talents. Every one of us has a magic trick. Now, how do you get money from your magic trick? Exactly. So we walk them through how to figure out that magic trick in that in that class. You know, I want to I want to be able to coach a magician just so that (laughs) that really works. Everyone has a magic trick. Well, I may I share with you the most interesting business that I've coached so far? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. He he builds backyard roller coasters. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, it's the gamut, right? It's everything. Every every kind of business needs help. I just hope you coached him properly on getting the correct liability insurance. Exactly. (laughs) Number one thing we talked about. (laughs) Wow. For everyone out there, yeah, yeah. Get get that insurance. Get that. Especially if you're building roller coasters and people. (laughs) I sent him to insurance and legal first step. You got to go talk to those two things. Then we can talk again. Then we can talk. (laughs) Then we can make money. Yeah. Then we can make money. Yeah. So that, then, so yeah. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say that's so important. Something that that there's so much I think Regina that that uh, that people miss in in starting their business and building their yeah. business. What what are some of the other things? So we just we, we kind of got off track a little bit, but we talked about insurance. We talked about um, you know getting some legal help. What are some of the other things that people miss in in starting or just having a business that it's like. <laughs> creating the business plan itself <laughs> That's, you right. know, and, and again it's now there, and there are a lot of uh organizations that can help with that or there's a lot of stuff online about that all of that but but not sitting down and doing that not doing the planning not creating the goals not just really um getting under the hood <laughs> if you will <laughs> You know, there's so much that's under the hood that you've got to take a look at. And and it comes back to that not knowing what they don't know. Yeah. And so having a coach who does know those things and can give them that guidance along the way becomes extremely important. Yeah. I think the outside view also helps. Yeah, a definitely. Because I mean, like Kat said, Kat said earlier, you know, even coaches have coaches because we're so Absolutely. in the thick of it. Yeah. We can't see what's going on. I certainly have them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it, you'll find the most successful people in the world have coaches. Yeah. Period. Exactly. Uh, you know, because you, you need some, you need that outside view. Yeah. Somebody who's just looking at your business going, why are you doing it that way? Right. Right. You know, if you, if you move this paper over here, you're going to be a lot more efficient. <laughs> Sometimes it's that simple, isn't it? It really, it really is. It <laughs> and really you just is. didn't see it. You just yeah. didn't see it. Or they're in their own way. That's the other yeah. thing that yeah. we find. Yeah. People are just in their own way. Just let the business happen. You have everything. All the systems are laid out. Now let That's it happen. That's a really good point. Yeah, I'm glad you brought the word systems in because that answers one of Kat's last questions there is most small business owners haven't systemized their business. They don't know what systems to create or how to create them. And if you never get those systems in place, you're never going to have a business that can function without you, nor a business that you can sell. Right. You've got to have that net profit. You've got to have 
ongoing customers, you've got to have systems in place if you want to be able to sell your business. It blows me away that over 95, it's about 95% of businesses that call a broker about selling their business don't have an asset that they can sell. 95%. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It just blows me away. And it's like, okay, let's do something about that. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's get that fixed. It just be, just because there's cash flow doesn't mean everything's in order. And so much of the time there's no cash flow. That's the yeah. worst part. That's, that's, that's the hard is. business to sell. <laughs> and if the cash flow is completely and absolutely dependent upon you, you, you have can't nothing. sell it. You, you can't, can't sell it because they're they're not gonna buy you. Yeah. And <laughs> you're just working for somebody else. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So and that wanna, ain't happen. Yeah. <laughs> no, not for any of the three of us, right? <laughs> that's for sure. Give us, give us one thing, one thing off the top of your head that that people should systematize or a way for somebody to put something in that systematic order that would just Gosh, be tremendous. I mean, literally everything. So uh, I mentioned that we, we work through 13 areas of the assessment. Sure. The bottom step of every implementation plan that we have is what system and process are you going to put in place to achieve this? So whether that's leads, that's your USP, your, you know, your scripts, people don't realize the value of scripts in your Mm -hmm. business to make it duplicatable, to make the, the, not only the process, but the revenue duplicatable. Uh, You know, you need scripts around everything. That's, that's a process. Uh, you need to train your staff in that. There are things around personnel and HR that need to be systematized about lead generation itself, about your marketing. I mean, literally every aspect of your business about your cost cutting. Yeah, I think I think scripts is a good is a good one for people to um, very easily implement because you don't you don't want to go. Hello, dear. Mr. or Mrs. Cohen, how huge yeah. <laughs> you want every word written out that, yeah. that needs to be said. And then you want to break it down to bullet points so that it can, it can be a trigger for somebody. So I think script, right. just that one thing I think can make a huge. huge. Yeah. And, huge. and I think when we say systems, a lot of people automatically think technology and it, it doesn't necessarily have, doesn't I mean, have to part be part of it. Yeah. But it's, Part of it's, it not, is. it's not the whole thing. Uh, right. I think for people to get started with, correct me if I'm wrong, Regina, would the best thing be just start documenting everything you do? Yes. Yes. No matter how then, small. Yeah. Then you can create something that is that, okay, this is how I did this. I'm, I'm working on learning a new technology right now. And it's like, okay, I've got to write down these steps because I'm forgetting where to go find something in it, you know? Just write down the steps. Absolutely. Write down everything you do. Absolutely. Spend a few days doing that, and you'll be well on your way to creating systems in your business. And uh, Regina, I know you've got a um, another program that we didn't really touch on, which is called a uh, um, to go beyond six figures or go beyond six figures. And right. tell us a little bit about that, and then we're going to have that on our website for awesome. everybody. Awesome. So Go Beyond Six Figures is designed for the six or seven figure business owner, but they're doing at least six figures in gross revenue, but not getting that bottom net revenue that they need. 
and not understanding how to accelerate their growth at this point. They, they, they feel like they've been successful because they hit that six figures. Yeah. But we know that it's not going to sustain them if they can't figure out how to get to the net revenue. So it's an eight week intensive individualized coaching program mm -hmm. that sets them up so that over the course of the next year, they're going to hit six figures in net revenue. That's as long huge. as they're starting at at least six in gross revenue. Yeah. Okay. So, so <laughs> understand this, everyone who's listening, you can make an, and it doesn't have to be, you know, six figures, $600,000. Let's just say, yippee-yay, you got past that five-figure ceiling that, that Barry and I talk about all the time that so many business owners are in. And you get past that five-figure ceiling and you had $125,000 a year. Right. Two people could have $125,000 a year. There is a freaking huge difference between having $125,000 a year and getting a net hundred thousand out of it. Yeah. Getting a net twenty five thousand dollars out of it. <laughs> yeah. What Regina is talking about in this program and what we all need to strive for, first you need to strive for, you know, you you've you got that ceiling, you hit that ceiling, hey, I did a ten thousand dollar month. Oh crap, I did a two thousand dollar month. Getting that consistency, getting beyond the ceiling and getting into the six figures. Now you go to Regina and she will say, okay, you made this. Congratulations. Exactly. <laughs> now let's keep it. Now, yeah. let's, you know, when you pay Peter, Paul, and Mary, what you have left in your hand is still six figures. Exactly. That's and so we're going to set them up over the course of that eight weeks. We're going to set them up so that over the course of the year, they're going to hit that six figures. We're not going to hit it in eight weeks. Okay. We're going to make some money for them in eight weeks, but we're over the course of the 12 months, they're going to hit that. And we're going to be checking back with them once a month to make sure after that eight weeks that they're on track. And then we do have some upsells into some coaching programs if they want some more handholding beyond that. But um, yeah, it's it's a powerful program. And like I said, we do an in-depth assessment in those 13 areas in their business and then lay out an implementation plan for each of those areas. And so, I, I like how you're also managing the expectation. People can't go into an eight-week program if they're making $1,000 a month expecting right. to be hitting eight dollars $9,000 a month in eight weeks. It right. Just doesn't it's not going to happen. If it does, great. Right. But odds are pretty good it's not going to, but yeah. you're now putting the systems in place. So within that year, they will be hitting those those marks. Exactly. And so the ROI is huge on this program for them. You know, the, when we when we look at their investment in the program versus what they're gonna get in the in that 12 months. And we're we're working on this program is is actually for people who've hit at least six figures, and that's it's called go beyond six figures. But we are working on a version of it for those who haven't hit six figures yet. Uh, we're testing that out at the moment, what promise we can make for yeah. them. So we're doing the, the work at the moment uh, to test that out and see what we can promise them based on where they're coming in at below that six figures. So, But at the moment, it's go beyond six figures. That's our it's flagship product at the moment. The All program. right. All right. So... 
we've all heard it. It's not what you make, it's what you keep. And we, yeah. all, and we all think that that only pertains to our taxes. It doesn't. Yeah. And Regina is here. She is, the, again, the CEO of Bridgeport Strategy. We know her, love her. She's successful. It's not just about the business. It's about the family that surrounds the business, not your business family. But how how is your business successful? How do you take that success and make sure that your family life is successful? Um, Regina, any last ideas, thoughts you want for our audience? Ah, good question. Um, you know, just success is possible if you have the right tools and the right mindset, the right resources, success is possible. And that, that we don't have to be on that hamster wheel all the time until, until it just falls off and we lose our business because we didn't know what we didn't know to do. The answers are out there. You just have to get, get to the right place. Um, I would be happy to visit with anybody who'd like to reach out and we can Beautiful. do like a 15 minute uh, laser coaching call about your business and, and talk to you about your business and, and what might great. be your next steps. That is a great gift for our listening audience. Thank you so much for that generosity. You are How welcome. can they get in touch with you to do that? Um, let me give you my, do you want my calendar link or just my email? They can just reach out to my email if you want. You That's have that. Email. It's much Let's easier. do that. Let's yeah. do that. Yeah. yeah. And then we can chat and set something up. Yeah. And, yeah. and I'll go ahead and stick that into the comments uh, okay. afterwards and into the uh, show notes. In the show notes. Awesome. So, Absolutely see the show notes. Get with Regina. She is brilliant. She has resources and thoughts and ideas and, you know, just and and such a generous soul with all the things that, that we're going to be putting up there um, that, that she's created and ways for you to just build your business. So, Regina, thank you so much for being on thank our you. show. Being it was such a pleasure to get with you guys again. <laughs> so much fun. Visiting with old friends. Yes, yes. That's it. All right. And with that, everybody, uh, we'll see you on, where are we going to see you? Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, <laughs> Google Podcasts, <laughs> Stitcher, blah, 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 everywhere. Yep. We're plastered Sounds everywhere. Sounds like it. That's it. We'll like catch everyone on the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.